0: Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah. Now, let's break some bones. Hey, hey, Welcome to Breaking Bones. Sunday morning we are cranking. Beautiful day. Look, I don't know whether this weather's going to last. I I think I might have said this to you last week, Gio, that uh, I, I almost feel like we need some cold and rain just so we have some beautiful weather for the Players' Championship coming up in a few weeks. But we've got this Sunday. Let's enjoy it. George Bari, he is Bari Orthopedics. I'm Joe C. from XL Primetime, noon to three weekdays, and we've got the next 30 minutes with you. You feeling good, Gio? Feeling great? You feel. You look good. You feeling good? That's the name of the game. Now, what was it Dion said you look good, you feel good? Exactly. You feel good. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I I go all the way back to Trading Places. Do you remember that movie? One of the classic Eddie Murphy Dan Aykroyd movies. It, 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 it's a good. Now, young son probably got to be you know to bed or whatever. There's a couple you know, couple <laughs> moments in there, right. but anyway, it was one of the classics and great story, funny movie. Ends up at the end and looking good, Lewis. Feeling good, and so yeah, they they definitely had a, a great time. Eddie Murphy, I think, is coming out with a, another Netflix series. There is a Netflix movie. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's good. Yeah, me too. Me too. And then I saw him in something. I got to actually think about this. It was a movie uh, that we were ah. All right, I have to. i have to Google it while we're going along today. All right, if you want to hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, and you have a sports injury question, you definitely can jump in six four one ten ten. Uh, It could be shoulder pain, hip pain, knee, whatever it might be. Uh, The doc's got a new ACL procedure that we want to talk about. But if you want to ask about anything that you've got going on with joint pain, this is the man, fellowship trained under the renowned Dr. James Andrews, and he can help you. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure you bumped into Dr. Dr. James Andrews this past week. Me and Doc hung out. Uh, we caught up, chatted a little bit about the state
1: of affairs.
0: Yeah, we mentioned that you were going to go to a, a – it's an orthopedic conference, right? Yeah, Sports doctors.
1: Yeah, so I went to this orthopedic conference. Uh, it's for – it's put on by a company, but it's, it's for any physician who's a team doctor of a pro team. Right. Or a college football team. So I cover Edward Waters. So, you know, invited up and be able to go. mm mm-hmm. But really – Almost everybody was there. I mean, Ella, you know, Elatros we oh, yeah. was talking about Elatros is a big dude. Walt Lowe was there. He's the doctor for the Texans. He's pr- a pretty big name. Um, you're you're raised dude. But one of my old attendings, attending in, in, is the guy who teaches in residency. He's mm-hmm. now the team doctor for the Rays. He was there. Got to catch up with him. I trained under him for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dr. Andrews was there. Got to chat it up with him and. See how life's going on and everything.
0: I love it. Now, Doctor James Andrews is like when you say sports injuries and it's serious, someone's going for a second opinion past the team doctor. It's usually to Doctor James Andrews. I think you said he's bridging back. You know, he, he's in a. Yeah, he he said he's gonna start, he's retiring. Uh huh.
1: I think you know he he's he's had enough of all the flying everywhere and covering everybody. So he's just gonna take a back seat. I think he's not gonna do any more surgeries. I'm not quite sure how he's gonna do it, but right. he's gonna start retiring and slowing yeah. down.
0: All right, so what did you find out just as far as, I mean, because you, you were telling us a week ago that you've done this brand-new procedure. It's called the bare ACL procedure, but I'm sure they had to throw a lot of other things out. Oh, there's you.
1: a bunch of stuff. I mean, really, we talked about cases of all these athletes and people they had and what do you do for this injury, what do you do for that injury. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they talk, it wasn't like, hey, what do you do for an ACL? It was what do you do for the guy who has three ACL tears and he comes back to you, and now it's his fourth one, right? Wow. Or what do you do yeah. for the guy who's dislocated shoulder three times, had two surgeries, now what? And he's still dislocating. And we always talk about surgeries aren't 100%, right? You Mm -hmm. do a surgery, you still get injured. And and all the cases they brought up were people who had multiple surgeries by the best surgeons, and they're still having whatever problem that they're having. And so these are the cases that were brought up. Um, And so it it was just a good time, you know, learn some stuff, chat, you know, with with a couple, couple people and get to meet people and just learn... What they're doing uh, at least in the nfl ranks and major league baseball ranks and they had the uh, national usa hockey team doc has been a team doc for like 20 years for mm-hmm. usa hockey um so you know it, it was pretty good it was it was a great course
0: all right so let's talk about one that they're kind of kind of trying to figure out right now the ucl for brock purdy and he's the 49ers quarterback that basically came out of nowhere trey lance if we just go back in time real quick trey lance was the starter day one for the san francisco 49ers they were Quote, moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo was coming off shoulder surgery last year. So, anyway, they roll with Trey Lance. I don't think we got out of September, Doc. I don't don't think we did. And he had a broken ankle. And so he was on the sidelines. Well, Garoppolo's coming back from shoulder surgery. He gets back in there. Next thing you know, they're kind of cranking along. And he gets hurt. They throw Brock Purdy in there. I think he starts seven games. Undefeated until they get to that dude. Listen, he's got to be what the, a story. He's the greatest story. I mean, let's be honest.
1: Everyone I know, Jackson, talk about Trevor Lawrence, how he went from that disaster season to now, and and I think it's great. But Brock Purdy's got to be. I mean, with no bias, he's the best story. He's Mister. What is it, Mister Irrelevant? Yes, the last and, and pick now he, in
0: the draft, and
1: he was and he did amazing.
0: Yeah, and so I was, I was like you. I was like, this, this just blows my mind that he's able to. To do this and, and, and have success, and, and more than anything else, I was probably given Kyle Shanahan as much credit as anybody because he was the cat that that you know basically runs this offense. He's the head coach, and he can almost put anybody in a position to succeed. So the bottom line is <clears throat> he decides that he wanted to get that second opinion with the UCL to take a look at the ligament damage. And now they had to put off the surgery – uh, because of swelling. So you yeah. pick it up there as far as so, some of the decisions they make. Yeah, we
1: talked about this on Wednesday, and I said I wasn't quite sure why they would stop the surgery. And I had given one possible reason was, you know, maybe he has decreased range of motion. And mm-hmm. we talk about in ACL surgeries, you have to have full range of motion before you do an ACL or else your your return is going to be a disaster very difficult. Right. Well, that was Wednesday. Fast forward, an uh, article came out in between, and it said that the doctor stated is due to elbow inflammation, and he wants him to get his full range of motion before surgery. Okay, so makes sense. That was, you know, what I had mentioned was the only thing that sounded logical to me, and it right. ended up coming out a couple of days ago. That's the reason. So he must have very limited range of motion in that in that elbow, mm-hmm. and when you do a surgery like that, like a UCL, if you have limited range of motion now, it's only going to get worse after surgery. So okay. you really need to get full range of motion to give yourself the best possible you know, ability
0: to come back. All right, this is a dumb question. I'm just a radio doctor after all. But if you are hurt, how do you get the full range of motion?
1: Physical therapy. Okay. They move it. They just okay. start moving it. And if you have if you have inflammation, you can aspirate it. Sometimes I'll get a, someone coming in with an ACL tear. Right. And they can't move their knee because they have so much swelling, okay. which is very common in an ACL tear. Also, just so people know, you can have an ACL tear without swelling. So people think you'll if there's no swelling, it's not an ACL tear. Not true at all. But normally you do get a lot of swelling mm-hmm. and you aspirate The other day I had someone come in a month ago with an ACL tear. I pulled 120 cc's, mm. which is two huge syringes. When you go give of blood, fluid. when you go like get blood work and they put that little vacuum tube on you, that's 15 cc's. Right? Wow. So almost eight of those right, was in his knee Yikes. just from the ACL tear. And after you do that, they immediately feel relief. They go, oh my gosh, I can move it so much more. So you do those kind of things just to get the, the motion going. So
0: Tom Pelcero, NFL Network reported that he'll go back tomorrow, Monday and, and and basically do a follow-up yeah, and then they'll make a decision on if he's going to go ahead and look at an early March date to have the surgery. Uh, now, let's just fast forward real quick what happens after a UCL repair on a quarterback how how long is he going to be down in the offseason when can you expect yeah. him to come back
1: six to eight months mm-hmm. uh really and I, and I don't remember the timeline they gave but
0: they gave less than that only because they want to try and get him back on the field um but you know they're talking six to eight weeks to where he could be throwing the football i don't know how long before you can put him in, in harm's it's, way. it's got to be six to eight months before he he
1: can play a game i, mean, I th- At least right now, what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Who knows in the future if that changes. But right now, it's six to eight months. Yeah, so
0: you're saying September is not impossible. Correct. um, But is there a difference between a pitcher coming back? Because you know how we coddle pitchers. Every Major League Baseball team, that's a huge investment. Well, there's a
1: difference because...
0: Not the same velocity, right? Not the same...
1: That is true. You're not throwing 90 miles an hour, right? Um, And so, you know, in reality, I guess the motion although the motion is a little different right uh-huh, Yeah, um, there's still that overhead and you're throwing it but remember this is a repair not mm-hmm. a reconstruction mm-hmm. reconstruction is over a year repairs are half that time i got you and only certain tears can have repair and only certain and, and the rest have to do reconstruction and listen and we mentioned this before i think there was another player who had a UCL they went in for the repair and they ended up doing a reconstruction mm-hmm. right so that whenever you someone tells you i'm going to repair it they can go in and
0: Oh, man, you need a reconstruction. It's, just, it's too torn, Right, not enough to repair it. All right, so let's get to one of these questions because this kind of falls in line with what we're talking about. You can hit the text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures, 641 10, 10. Hit Geo, Dr. George Bari, with a question if you have uh, joint pain. So this came in, right shoulder surgery in 1987. Heard it in the military. They fixed my shoulder, torn rotator cuff and labrum. Three years ago, so some time has passed, that's for sure. Had to have it redone, rotator cuff, labrum, and bicep tendon uh, 12 years ago, okay? And so now you kind of got a fairly big gap in time. All right, I'm just reading off the text. Uh, the shoulder, left shoulder went bad as well. Remember this, all right, right shoulder surgery, then the left shoulder went bad. It could not be repaired anymore um, and needed reverse orthopedic <sighs> doc <laughs> i mean come on why am i not reading this correctly let's look. my goodness i'm sitting there you take it you take it i'm just sitting here trying to figure out what the heck i'm reading <laughs> read- i mean this is a lot of information okay oh man so what happens uh in your opinion yeah because my left shoulder because my left That's shoulder funny. went bad um or is he compensating yeah. with his injured right shoulder? I, you know, maybe I should read the questions. Man, time. that was terrible. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, "All right, wait a so minute." So the question Where?
1: was: He hurt his right shoulder years ago, had it roti- had it fixed, hurt it again, recently had it fixed, yeah. but now his left shoulder's hurting. Is it because he was using it more? Yes, because the right shoulder. Thank you. Doc. Okay, there. See, there we go. Now, <laughs> the answer is it could be. I mean, you can definitely overcompensate and injure another limb because the opposite side is injured right you have a rotator cuff tear on one side you don't want to lift anything so now you're lifting all the heavy stuff with one arm right definitely possible to injure it is it possible it w- you would have hurt it anyways sure uh, there's a lot of studies that show if you have a rotator cuff on one side the other side is probably you know
0: very physical job he says
1: likely to go so it's very possible is it the exact reason can we prove it's the reason no but is it possible absolutely
0: possible and mm-hmm. it definitely could be the reason all right. So there you go. And, and you're just talking about wear and tear on the body. That just happens. And, and thank you for your service uh, as a military man. And then obviously later in life, things catch up with you. Stuff you did way back when can come up, can catch up with you later oh, yeah. on. You know, you, you're, you're either a, a weekend warrior. You're, heck, I even have injuries that come back from my high school days playing football and running track and all that kind of stuff. I was pretty good back then. You too, played football? What yeah. position did you play? I running. I here's here's running back. Here's my claim to fame, Doc. Back then, I was fast. Okay, part of the uh, eight and two, ranked tenth in the state, mm-hmm. St. Joe mm-hmm. Fighting Flashes. Okay, but we, uh, uh, I played forty eight minutes. We had twenty six kids on our team. You never left the field. You were on. You were four core special teams, so running back, fullback, and then cornerback. Did you so, get a ring? You wear that ring? Yeah. No, I, I, you know, the old girl from back in the day would wear the, the ring and the letterman's jacket, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. But, you know, those things still haunt you as far as some of those injuries from from way back when. So it definitely can get to you. All right. Now, let's get to a couple of things that we will work in here today because spring training, pitchers and catchers reporting, all sorts of activity around the baseball diamonds. You got the Grapefruit League. You've got the Cactus League. All this is going on. And- Anthony Rendon is a guy that is coming back. This is how tough it is, Doc, to be one of these major leaguers. We were talking about how you shut down the pitcher. Rendon has had hip and wrist surgery the last couple of years. He's basically missed two seasons. He's sitting on the sidelines, and this cat is making buku bucks because it's all guaranteed. We can't forget that. And when he signed his contract, it was something in the neighborhood of a quarter of a billion dollars, and he hasn't played in two years. He hasn't he hasn't played hardly at all right. in two years. I want that. Can we? Can you guys give me that contract? Exactly. Here? And so you know, there are people. He said when he shows up to the to the ballpark, uh, he said two for two the last two years, meaning he got knocked out and was lost. He said it sucked, and he hears the the people in the in the stands, you know, kind of chirping. Oh, so you're gonna get hurt again? Uh, but when are you coming? How do you come back from tendon surgery in your right wrist? You're facing a yeah, 95 it, mile an hour fastball and trying. The on question it. is, what are they doing? They don't really say. Are they debriding it? Are no. they fixing it? What
1: What's the deal, right? We don't know what that is. I mean, sometimes in the wrist you have what we call a TFCC. Triangular Fibrocartilage Complex. It's If you look at your hand, palm up, mm-hmm. uh, you're looking at your palm, it's on the pinky side where the wrist bends, right? right? Right there, it's called your TFCC. It very commonly gets torn. Sometimes people, it hurts them, so you get a cortisone shot, PRP, whatever, you go in there, wrist scope it, and, and debride it. Sometimes, rarely do they fix it, but it can be fixed if, if need be. Um, there's also Scafolunate tear. I mean, th- there's a bunch of stuff that this is not, it's very vague, right? So the question is, what's torn? Because that will change. If you have a lunate ligament tear, that's going to be much longer than if you have a
0: TFCC tear. Right. So it's really going to depend what is torn and if, if it's reconstructed or just debrided. This dude in 2019 drove in 160 126 runs. Okay. He was extremely productive and signed a $245 million contract. <laughs> and so we're talking 2019 and then basically from... That point on, he's missed almost a total of two seasons. That's a hell of a thing. Yeah. And so we're going to find out whether he can come back or not. All right. Now, uh, you can hit the text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures, 641 If you've got a question, we got one last week, Doc, mm-hmm. and this was from Tiger Woods Making the Cut. And people do, you, were, do you want me to read it? No, because I actually have one to show you that you got to read because this one I don't, I don't think I can handle it. But uh, from the Tiger talk, Tiger, Made the cut, was huge on moving day. How's he going to perform on the fourth day on that ankle? And so we, and I was part of the broadcast with uh, my international my international television host job with the PGA Famous Tour. Famous in Japan. I'll just, uh, yeah, I wear my Japan T-shirt that Doc gave me while I'm broadcasting. But uh, I'll go into my golf voice. So Tiger, on Saturday, I'm telling you, Doc, it was awesome. <clears throat> Tees off at number 10, short par four, makes a birdie. Place goes crazy. Misses out a birdie on 11, then goes to 13, knocks it in from off the green. Anyway, all sorts of great shots. Mm -hmm. He goes from one over, which was just making the cut, to three under par. So he shoots him a little four under 67 on Saturday. And so here we we are, Doc. This is the first time we've seen him in 2023. Hadn't seen him since, what, uh, July of the previous year. Played in the PNC, which was in December, but that's not a PGA Tour event. Anyway, he makes the cut, and he makes it through four days. Now, on the fourth day, he stumbled a little bit. Did not play very well coming to the clubhouse. But I ask you this question. He looked a hell of a lot more stable. Ankle didn't look like it was bothering him. In other words, he wasn't walking with this noticeable, like, big-time limp. Still limp, still a bit of a slower gait. But that doesn't mean he was 100%, right? Listen, he's never going to be 100%.
1: He's not going to be what he was before the accident. Right. He could be 100% for what he is now. Yeah. Right? Like, comparatively to what the injuries I have, I'm 100% what I'm I'm ever going to
0: be. Right. But he's not going to be what he was. So, like, if you compare him from from July on a Sunday last year, and I have to go back and look at the scores, but just the walking and everything like that, to what you saw this past Sunday, he looked – a thousand right. times better, and this may be his new hundred
1: percent. Exactly, right, and, and and that's what I think you're right. And that's what it may be. And look, he maybe the fourth day he didn't do that great because mm-hmm. it started wearing down on him three, four days in
0: a row. Yeah, so that's a possibility. And this is the anniversary; there's two years removed right. now from that accident. Yeah. And the thing that occurred to me is, you know, you know, they they got to be so stable. They want to drive off of their right side. They want to finish on their left side. The right ankle was the one that was crushed. The leg was crushed. And so he can't do all the things that he could do before, but he looked a heck of a lot more comfortable.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, the, the fact that he did that well is great. He looks better. And the question is going to be how much is he going to be able to hold on at day three and day four
0: right? to, to get through it. Alright, so the other question that came in as far as Tiger is concerned um, is that, I guess this is just a hypothetical. He made the cut. A fused back <clears throat> is that as much a reason for limited golf as the leg is? I don't think so. The, I'd have to go back and give you the timeline. He's had but, a ton of back surgeries. Yeah, he has. And he was doing fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I'd have to go back and look at the timeline of those fusions and in the, in the so procedures. So here's the
1: thing. Um, with, with spine surgery, you could, it definitely limits your rotation. Mm-hmm. But if you have one level that's fused, you don't. Limit all your rotation, right? There, you can still have a lot of mobility. It depends what level is fused, because certain levels do more more motion than other levels. So that's the that's that's a question that mm-hmm. we don't. I don't know what level was fused, but I would say he had multiple back surgeries, had a fusion, did fine. Yeah, I think this is really uh, a bigger injury for him than the than the back injury.
0: All right, six four one ten ten. If you've got a question, you're looking at any <coughs> joint pain, any. Uh, sports injury that you're seeing from one of your players joke and
1: mumble all right i want the, you to question. you got
0: you got to handle this one you have got to handle this one what is the typical recovery time for a oh paraacetabular osteotomy look at that <laughs> i had no chance on that one give that to me
1: again <coughs> acetabular osteotomy okay give it to me all right what in the so world, i don't do or... these these are they're pretty specialized Okay. Uh, basically, so let's break down the words, right? This is what you do in osteotomy. Osteotomy means you cut the bone and you move it to a different location and you fix it back down, okay? Okay. We do that for malunions. A malunion is when someone breaks something and it heals incorrectly. You need to re-break it and, and put it in a different spot, right? So para osteotomy is usually for somebody who has hip dysplasia where their hip is not, their, their ball of the ball and socket is right. not completely covered by the socket. It's a congenital thing that can happen. They're, they grow up and they're having hip issues and they get bad arthritis because of it. And so they do a periacetabular osteotomies and they, they cut the socket and the pelvis and they reshape and they put screws in. Wow. And this is a tough question. I mean, look, this is bone, healing to bone. We always say eight to 12 weeks. This is a bigger bone, so we go with 12 weeks to heal. Mm-hmm. Bone healing should take 12 weeks. So that answer is simple. But the answer of how long is it take, going to take for you to come back? It's mm-hmm. probably gonna take a while. I know somebody who had this done, and they are about a year out, and they've had nothing but issues. Right, and, and that's unfortunately the nature of the beast. Right, not every surgery is gonna go great. Uh, and even if the and, and even if the surgery goes perfect, you can still have issues with the surgery. Right, this bone could potentially not heal. Now you have a non-union, uh, or this bone can heal and, and you still have pain. It, it, there's a lot of things that can happen. But I would say at least six months, seven, eight months to come back from. I mean, three months just for the bone to heal right. and, and probably to go back and start walking and doing things. So I don't do this surgery, mm-hmm. but that's what I would ha- I would say uh, the timeline is for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, if you listen to the show regularly or if you listen to XL Primetime regularly, let us know uh, how everything goes. But uh, that can be a, a pretty scary thing, I-, I would think. There's no doubt about that. All right. So. Uh, a couple of other ones that we need to hit. This is Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, who came basically in and out of the All Star game. You can say that name, but you can't read an English sentence. It's unbelievable. I, listen, I, I'm a star in Japan. I got, all of a sudden I could not speak the uh, English yeah. language, which was unbelievable. So Giannis <laughs> suffered a sprained ligament in his right wrist, and we're uh, they're not hitting the panic button. We hit the All Star break. He basically comes into the game, runs up and down, dunks a ball, and then goes out. He says, "I don't need to be risking myself." Did you see how many points were scored in that All Star game? I did game? not. It was, it's insane, Doc. Uh, I don't know whether you want Young Gio to turn into a hoop star, but they scored something like three hundred and seventy points. Really? It was just you nuts. know
1: these to bring back. Do you remember when MTV had? Mm-hmm. It was the the celebrities and yeah. the players together. Yeah. That's what they need to do with these all star games. And, and honestly, because also, be... people are watching these stuff less and less and yeah, less.
0: Yeah, You could give me you give know. me the celebrity all star weekend. I'm, I'm Let's cool watch with how that. bad a celebrity is at playing. Dude, give me the give me the uh, three point contest. Give me the dunk contest. How about this? Yeah. White dude wins dunk contest. I saw that. That's a headline. And
1: you know what I read? <laughs> that he got paid more, yeah, off and the dunk contest, than he did his whole his whole contract.
0: I think he's played a total. Uh, McClung is his name. I think he's played a total of like less than 15 minutes with the Sixers this yeah, year. Yeah, they brought him up, I think, from yeah, they the practice him squad or something. Is and that not he's crazy? got paid 100000 for the season, got paid 110000 for the dunk contest. Unbelievable. All right, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen with Giannis, but we'll keep an eye on that one, right wrist. And then there's another one that's out there. Ne- Neymar uh, also has an injury, and, and we're talking about what potentially could be uh, a serious injury for him. He's a cat. I mean, you're you're the the soccer man of the bunch, and they need additional tests to confirm. But it's a sprained ankle with ligament damage. I
1: mean, so sprained ankle is ligament damage, right? Yeah. And so the question is, how bad is the damage? Is it surgical? Is it not surgical? They did cart him off the field. He did cry. Yeah, he did. Neymar, you know, loves headline. Neymar loves
0: (laughs) carted off field in tears.
1: Neymar loves crying. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I'm not talking bad about him, but I've never seen a man cry more than Lamar. You know, he's uh so he's on PSG Paris Saint Germain, uh-huh. the the Paris soccer team with Messi. Yeah, with that's the, a, that's World, a, that's World a loaded Cup, team. World Cup. Yeah, and you know what? They're not doing well. Really? Yeah.
0: weren't they the French champions? The, but they, b- but this year hasn't this been that matter. great for yeah. them. He's you making. Over... It's kind of
1: like the Lakers, man. You got LeBron, you no, got AD, and then the you, you know got names. Westbrook yeah. got names, and there's not, it's not it's meshing.
0: By the way, Westbrook finally got shipped out of there. Thank God. It Was a ninety. Four million dollar boat anchor that the Lakers had to deal with, so he leaves. Let's just say he leaves last week, Doc. Some sometime around the trade deadline. I'd have to go back. We're talking, I don't know, less than two weeks. He's already been on two other teams. <laughs> He's already been on two other teams. Well I th- he went to the went Lakers, the Magic the and then and then I went to the, the Clippers. Clippers. He went to the Magic first. For how long? For Did like I missed that four days. I missed it's, that. It's just crazy. And they and Pat Beverly, same thing. Pat Beverly, uh, you know, basically. I might even have them mixed up right now. Pat Beverly may have gone to the Magic and then went uh, and signed somewhere else. Anyway, it's just nuts um, that Russell Westbrook was that much of a financial boat anchor uh, for the L.A. Lakers. Uh, Neymar making $40 million uh, at least annually. Yeah, He's one of the highest paid. Neymar, he said? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's one of the highest paid athletes uh, in, in professional sport. He and Messi, they usually rank among the top yeah. 20 in Forbes, right. and that's just what he's getting paid, I think, for the soccer
1: right? Without you endorsements, know, endorsements and-, and all
0: that kind of stuff. All right, you'll love yeah. this one, Doc, as we get close Dry to wrapping up. Dry eye
1: uh, drops so
0: he can cry yeah. a little bit. <laughs> as we get close to wrapping up our show, headline, Connor Ben to return to WBC rankings and cleared of failed drug test. You know what the reason was for the fla- failed drug test? Highly elevated consumption of eggs. What drug does that come back as? <laughs> I just this just absolutely cracks me. That up. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, TMZ was the first one to put this out. I'm pretty sure, and I trust TMZ uh, like your mother. Uh, cleared of doping, and the quote is, "I ate too many come eggs." Come on, I ate too many eggs. All right, so come, it's like someone saying, "I ate too many poppy seeds." Came back positive from Exactly. <laughs> That's a great Seinfeld reference. Uh, the officials determined uh, the popped sample was due to eating too many oh, eggs. Oh, right, right. Now listen, I know sure. that when we see our Egg Lens Best commercial, and they say that it contains this much more vitamins and all that kind of stuff, how do they know that? Are they injecting stuff into them? So I suppose they could be injecting, injecting yeah, when the steroids eggs, into the when, chickens. one egg
1: says it has more vitamins
0: than the other one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's see here. Clo- Clomiphene? Is a fertility drug but it can elevate testosterone levels so that's the logic that they're using for connor ben to clomid test. let me see yeah yeah right down here right there i think that's cl- clomid yeah that the, the name brand okay it's but used, clomiphene yeah and so yeah. is that not hilarious now we've yeah, heard guys clomid. It's we've used heard for guys,
1: females to try to get pregnant, actually, and increase the male sperm count. Yeah,
0: and th- we've had guys that say they ate uh, too much steak, too much red meat, and that's yeah. why they tested positive. So All PSA's.
1: Right. Before we go to mm-hmm. help everyone out, I got pulled over. Uh, luckily, uh, the officer was nice and gave me a warning. I did not move over for a emergency vehicle. I guess I wasn't paying attention. So if you see an emergency vehicle, move over. That's a nice PSA. And, and like, so you know, it's for safety, so you don't hit them when they're doing whatever you exactly. do on the side.
0: Nice PSA as we wrap up our show. I like that, Doc. Be a little more aware of your surroundings. Don't look at your phone. Do the speed limit, or at least five over. My my rule is. <laughs> I hear nine, you're fine. Ten, you're mine. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. Know. But you know what? I, you know what mine is What's is that? eight. You're great go past nine your ass is mine That's, <laughs> yeah. so so i think you're you're right there with me all right tell us how uh, tell them how they can find us if they miss so dr
1: george bari instagram and then apple po- podcast google uh, podcast
0: spotify 1010xl website yep go check them all out we appreciate you listening on a sunday have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you on XL primetime mañana you've been listening to breaking bones with dr george bari and joe c
1: on 1010xl